The price of fame seems like a heavy thing to fathom. Technology these days makes it even easier to connect with a large audience, but do we ever consider how deep our influence goes when it comes to our reach? On today's first ever episode, I review a movie about a crucial discourse between four important black icons in American history that examines that very theme. I'm your host, Christian Ang, and that's my cue. to the first ever episode of That's My Cue. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I'm sure you only found out about this show because you're either a friend or a family. Or maybe you found the show on your own, who knows. But either way, you're here now and I appreciate you. So just a little bit of, you know, why are we here? Let's let's kind of break down what this show's about. So Back about two years ago, I started writing reviews on my Instagram for no reason at all. I mean, I essentially just kind of wanted to kind of kill time. I I love movies. I love TV shows. I love video games. And I love talking about it with people. But I also love to share, you know, in full detail what I thought my thoughts were about that project. And so, you know, over time, I got a lot of positive feedback from friends and family. A lot of people were telling me that they were able to check out new things or discover new things that they didn't even consider maybe listening to, maybe even watching, had they had it not been for that review. And so uh, one of my friends, um, Christopher Perry, I'll, I'll, I'll shout him out. He's also a really talented photographer. Check him out. Um, he recommended that I start a YouTube, but I figured that podcasting is easier for me. I'm going to be very blunt. I don't want to even bother editing and all that stuff because I feel like, you know, just my voice alone should carry the project. Hopefully, this is a kind of an experimental thing. I've done podcasts before with my other friends, which you should check out, which um, those shows are Butt Speaks and Wrestle Boys. Wait, it's actually not Butt Speaks. It's Buttery Speaks, but we colloquially. Is that how you say that word? Colloquially? I think I said it two different ways. But anyways, that's our nickname for that show. And that's also available on pretty much any streaming platform that you're probably listening to this on right now. Um, but yes, I mean, the pandemic gave me a lot of free time last year as, as it did with many people. And so with that free time, I was able to check out a lot of things and I was able to share so many other um, reviews that I checked out. Uh, I mean, that I wrote and checked out and enjoyed. So uh, I figured that I wanted to kind of give a short form podcast where people can essentially listen to reviews on the go. Maybe if you're commuting, maybe if you're cleaning around the house, you know, uh, and there's a movie that you've wanted to kind of get more information on before you invest the hours in to watch it. And so with this podcast, I hope I could just give some quick thoughts on the titles that I'm going to be reviewing. And that way it could inform you if you want to see it or not. And... It's not going to be just movies. It could also be TV shows, games, music. I'm going to cover this at the end of the episode, but I'm also going to need your help to make suggestions to me too because I want to know what interests all of you. 
But uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Our movie today that we'll be reviewing is One Night in Miami. This movie was released on December 25th, 2020, so not that long ago. And it was directed by actress Regina King in her directorial debut. So if you don't know who Regina King is, um, I recommend checking out Watchmen. Or uh, she was also nominated for an Oscar for If Beale Street Could Talk. And so I definitely recommend checking that out. This movie also has a really good cast. It stars Kingsley Ben-Adir, Eli Gore, Aldous Hodge, and Leslie Odom Jr., whom the latter, I hope if you're a big theater fan, you would recognize from the, the hit Broadway musical Hamilton. Like, you know, I, I feel like if you haven't seen it, go on Disney Plus right now. Stop listening to the podcast and watch Hamilton. He's really good in that show, and I highly recommend checking out that performance. Once you're done watching Hamilton, of course, come back to the podcast, and let's get right into it. So based on a stage play of the same name, One Night in Miami is a meeting of the minds as Malcolm X, Cassius Clay, also known as Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke discuss the responsibility and the role they each play within the civil rights movement. And so I, guys, I personally think this movie is brilliant. Like I I feel like adapting a stage play can be difficult as theater doesn't often shift between like more than maybe one location. Uh, Of course, you, you have your big Broadway musicals that have these big dynamic sets, but not all stage plays have the same, you know, um, like leeway to do that. And so Going into it, I thought that One Night in Miami might be confined in one setting, but it never felt boring because the performances of the core cast is that good. Each cast member does a super good job. I mean, let's just call it extraordinary. They do an extraordinary job with the role that they're given, and each of their character arcs that they have to navigate are also really well executed. I feel like you know exactly where they are in their lives and you know what they want and what they're trying to accomplish and by the end of it while most of them have a a nice satisfying uh, like you know conclusion to that arc i think you know there could be a little bit of wiggle room to um have seen maybe some other characters uh see some resolution to their arcs too i don't want to go too much into spoilers as to which of the four that is but i think it should be pretty clear as to who that would be once you've seen the film. But yeah, I think uh, Kingsley Benadir as Malcolm X and Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke, respectively, they both kill it in this movie. They give essentially like award-worthy performances between the both of them and, and the way that you see them argue about the different uh, perspectives that they have as to how their fame plays a bigger role in the scope of things. I I think they have very powerful and poignant uh, dialogue exchanges. That's not to say that, you know, uh, Eli Gore or uh, Aldous Hodge doesn't also carry the film in their own right too. They definitely do. But I think once you see Kingsley uh, Benadir and Leslie Odom Jr., Once you see them interact, it's really the core of the movie itself. And the writing itself is beautiful. Uh, uh, Of course, it's adapted from the the script of the stage play. And the script itself, as I mentioned before, poses interesting arguments. 
about the weight of, of the burden of one's fame and, and, and questions how they can create an impact within the movement um, that they're a part of in a meaningful way. Because, you know, I don't know if, if you feel the same way. Maybe it's just, I, I hope this makes sense. But for me, you know, um, when you hear about these historical figures or when you learn about someone's like, you know, uh, fame through the career that they had, I feel like that becomes immortalized in a very singular fashion and it kind of makes them seem larger than life. Like when you think of Muhammad Ali, you think um, immediately of his boxing career. When you think of Jim Brown, you think of his career with the NFL or if you're familiar with his movies, his, with his acting career as well. Sam Cooke has his music and Malcolm X, of course, is a very prominent uh, a like activist figure in the civil rights movement. And so, you know, I feel like the script itself gives each person a lot of nuance and shows that their emotional struggles, struggles if I could say that word without tripping over it, makes them relatable and human. Like, I, I feel like, you know, it really breaks down who these individual people are, at, not only as, um, you know, uh, people in their respective fields, but also as friends as well. And you see that dynamic really, like, play well throughout the movie. I mean, if we're also going to talk about Regina King and her directorial debut, I think she absolutely kills it. She knows the script's most impactful moments, and I think she really plays it up very well with the way that she's like you know uh framing everything with the cinematographer and her blocking and and direction itself Th these choices are all crucial of course just like in any other movie but i feel like in a way that translates this uh stage play into the big screen without ever feeling stale if you will uh, she knows how to utilize the mirror to kind of like encapsulate this small space uh with all four characters it essentially is kind of like in a way if you think about it like a bottle episode of a tv show in which you know the characters in one in that said bottle episode don't really like leave the space that they're in too much and that's usually because of like budget issues and stuff but that's besides the point but it never felt like a bottle movie if you will and of course, there's are scenes that are that take place outside of the hotel room in which they're having this dialogue exchange, but primarily we are seeing these characters just converse in a room. But I mean, to some, at least at least for me, it didn't feel boring at all. But for some, you know, not saying that every movie has to have like these big dramatic action moments or you know like these. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like every drama movie has like some sort of person like throw books and papers on the floor. Not, it, it doesn't have to have any of that, but it's it's really the character uh, driven moments that that really is like at the heart of this movie. So I don't know about you guys. I think with solid direction and acting performances that are so strong all around, I think One Night in Miami is a poignant film that I would highly recommend to you that thoughtfully adapts the source material that it's based off of. And if I had to give it a rating, which I might do an episode explaining what each you know numeric rating might symbolize, if I had to give it a rating, I would rate it a 9 out of 10, no doubt. 
So if you're interested in checking out this movie, I highly recommend checking that out on Amazon Prime. It is an Amazon Studios film. So of course, that's pretty much where you're going to find it. Unless, I don't know, depending on if you're listening to this in a different country, maybe this might be available to you in some other fashion. But Amazon Prime, if you, you know, I mean, if you if you order stuff through Amazon uh, and, you, and you're a member of them, Watch it now on your desktop, on your TV, on your Roku. I'm not sponsored by Amazon, but I mean, I could be. I'm, I'm just kidding. But I mean, maybe that's not the point. Seriously, watch this movie. Check it out. And I also recommend once again, guys, to check out If Beale Street Could Talk, directed by Barry Jenkins. It also stars Regina King, who directed the movie, but she stars in a supporting role. She's also nominated for a lot of awards when this movie came out. And if you don't know Barry Jenkins, he also directed Moonlight. I also loved that movie when that came out too. And and it is a very beautiful movie. And then I think, you know, in, in the space of, um, what's the term, of uh, coming of age movies, I think Moonlight is really top tier. But yeah, guys, that's the show. If you like the show, let me know how I did. Let me know what you think. If you uh, like the show, of course, share it with, with anyone that might like movies, TV shows, video games. Once again, I will review things hopefully weekly. And, uh, you know, if you want to find me and, 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 and share your thoughts on the show or maybe the movie that I discussed, uh, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at ChrisChanEng. That's spelled C-H-R-I-Z. Z if you're from the UK, C H A N A N G. What? Wow, that is a that, let's let's start over. C R. Wow. This is this is how you know that the podcast is coming to your ears raw and real. Okay, once again, that Instagram is C H R I Z C H A N A N G. Chris Chan Ang. Hopefully, that's easy. Shouldn't be too hard, right? Oh, that all this should be in the show notes too. So check that out. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and let me know and tweet me your thoughts. If if you like the show, if you you know if if you're gonna share it, tag me in it too. I'm on Twitter at the Christian Ang. I'm not gonna spell that, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on there. Um, you can also suggest uh, different movies that you want me to check out. Um, Maybe like a video game that you're playing, an album that you're listening to, a TV show that you really love. I am pretty much open to anything. Of course, I might not review everything because I'm only one dude. But I mean, of course, if if it seems like something that a lot of people want me to review or if it seems like an interesting project for me to check out, then of course I'm going to review it. Maybe, you know... You know what? Maybe you're a musician too and you want me to review your album. I'll be happy to do that. Literally, this is the first episode. The world is our oyster, guys and gals and non-binaries. I don't mean to say guys. I'm trying to grow out of that. But I want to give a quick shout out to J1K for the use of his music or her music or their music. I'm just going to say there. I feel like I'm just overthinking this at this point. I want to thank... Uh, I want to thank them for the use of their music, Captured Soul, off the Beat Tape School Days, which you can find on J1K Music, 
www.bandcamp.com. And so I want to end the episode with a quote from the movie. Of course, my acting is not going to be as good, which I recommend that you just watch the movie anyways to see how this line is delivered. But I think this is a way that I want to end each episode. Just take a quote from whatever I'm reviewing and leave that as a final thought for you. And this quote comes from a line that Sam Cooke says in the film. Well, if you try and see what's going on and figure out how people are thinking and really just determine the times of your day, well, I think you can always write something people will understand. Once again, I've been your host, Christian Eng, and that's my cue.